Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colo. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. In this episode, I chat with Brett Marcus, who leads the crew campus team at LSU in Baton Rouge. I appreciate so much Brett's honesty and insights as we talked about what it like looks like for him to embrace his strengths as he works alongside the folks on his team. It's hard to put into words the light bulb moments that happen that I think for each person during our two-day team workshop. Like any group of folks, each person brings a valuable and unique perspective and offering of their own strengths. It's always encouraging to me when I hear and see people having a window into what makes the other people on their team tick. As Brett mentions, his passion is people. As you listen, you will understand a little bit about what that looks like for him as a leader in various capacities. If you're interested in having a team workshop for your office or team, I would love to connect with you to help make that happen. It's normally a two-session workshop with lots of discussion about what each person brings to the group. You can message me at barbaragcolwell at gmail.com. If you enjoy this episode, please leave a review and share it with a friend. That helps other people to hear about the podcast. Hope you enjoy my conversation with Brett. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am excited for you to hear from my guest today, Brett Marcus in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Welcome, Brett. Hey, thanks. I'm glad to be here. Oh, this is very fun. I've known Brett since he was a little, cute little guy running around the neighborhood. And I'm excited just to hear about you and your strengths and what you're doing as you are a team leader in Baton Rouge. So I would love for you to introduce yourself who you are, where you live, and what you do. Yeah, thanks. My name is Brett Marcus. I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm the team leader for LSU crew there, so I work for the college ministry on that campus. Well, great. Like I said, we've known each other a long time, and this is just such a treat just to to have been with you a few weeks ago and met with your team, but also just to have this conversation. So I am really excited about the things that we have to say and some of your takeaways from the team workshop we did with your team. I know what it was, I think eight years ago, I came to Baton Rouge Mm -hmm. and met with your team back then. And so this was kind of a, a second time, but tell me what kind of motivated you to, to do this team dynamics workshop. Yeah, it was so fun to have you come visit us down in the bayou again. Uh, I think as I thought about our team, eight years is obviously a really long time. And so I thought um, our team has changed. It's changed in personnel, but it's also grown in people understanding who they are, people growing in capacity of their jobs. And so I thought as people get to know who they are better from this lens um, it'll also help them get to know the other people on the team. We have some new personnel too. And so I think that was really helpful. And 
as people understand each other better, for me, I think it builds this foundation. And we already have a lot of trust. We have a lot of um, laughter and things like that. But this will put new language to some of that. And I remember it was really helpful for us how those eight years ago, and I thought, if we're capable of understanding each other, we can help know, okay, this is where we need help. This is where we're actually really strong and we can lean on each other and less surprise, maybe more understanding. So I was excited about inviting you in just to facilitate that. You did that and more. So it was awesome. Um, I love meeting with teams and it's really probably the highlight of what I get to do with core clarity and helping people understand themselves. Cause I think sort of like hopefully you experience just as you're hearing about the people that you work with that you've known a lot about, but it's like, oh, you're getting all these windows into different mm-hmm. things about them that that makes so much sense. And so we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. But I would love you to start with telling what your top five strengths are and what kind of your experience has been or what any particular new insights you're getting as you're learning more about your strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. So this time around was a little bit different than my eight years ago. I know you told me that the first time is what's most true, but I had a lot of them overlapping. So it kind of felt like it was pushing, like this is who I am. So I tested for harmony, developer, empathy, connectedness, and positivity. The two missing from last time were woo and communication, but they're definitely in my top 10 and I feel those as well. And so I think um, for me, I've been on this journey, leading a team, leading in other capacities, just learning, okay, who am I and how can I be comfortable in my own skin? Um, How can I lead with confidence, be okay that, okay, here are the leaders in my cohort or in my campus ministry. And okay, I'm like some, I'm not like others. And so trying to navigate that has always been a little bit of a challenge, but Um, This has just been another piece in my journey of growing in confidence of who I am, uh, trusting who the Lord's made me to be and leading out of that. Um, So I think doing it with my team was also really helpful because they got to even put language to, okay, this is how Brett leads and understanding me more. And then even uh, appreciating that more like, oh, that makes sense. That's who you are. And it even helped me grow. Um, I think in confidence. So I think that was probably one of the biggest things is I understand who I am. It just makes me grow in confidence. Like, all right, I I can solve problems with who God made me to be. I can lead others. I can yeah, be who God made me to be and embrace my strengths. That's so great. I, I love that. Just your, yeah, your desire to learn and grow. And like you say, to embrace your strengths. It was interesting because we have three of the same top, in our top five. And I uh-huh. feel like, I feel like, Oh, people that have my strengths, they get a little bonus because I kind of can talk about those ones a little more. Cause I get yes. them, but it was really so interesting even to hear some of the things that you express that, that I feel, I mean, I'm not a team leader. I mean, I do a lot of different things, but I'm, it just shows up different of how my strengths are operating. But, but even even digging down a little more in that, what you're saying, how, how did it encourage you? Like, yeah, this is how I 
lead? Because I did, I did hear you say you were processing that. Like, I know this leader Mm -hmm. has these particular strengths and I don't. And, but I love just your heart of, as you said, wanting to lead your team like a family or just Mm -hmm. with your um, harmony and your empathy. I don't know what, what else did you, were you encouraged by like, okay, I, this is great. I'm going to step into this more. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. I think it, it put language to some of the things I've felt like one of the things about empathy, I think, is it says that like you become, or you are naturally intuitive to a lot of things. And so I think there are things that I've felt, whether in myself or in my team, uh, but I haven't put language to. And so uh, I think it was just helpful for me to see like, okay, ultimately big picture. One of the reasons why I love this job, why I love leading is it has to do with people and people are my passion. Like I love bringing people together. I love bringing them to a place where developers in there, I want to bring them to a place where they get the most out of who God made them to be. You know, I want them to believe not just who they see they are, but who they could be. Help them believe that and, and grow into that. I, I think I wondered for a while, is that like, I'd like to do that, but is that me? And I think this kind of double clicked on like, yeah, I, I can do that. I, I not just have a desire and a passion to do that, but I think that's who God has made me to be. And so more confidence in helping. It's like I'm partnering with God in some ways. If like God is trying to do these things, I almost want to help them see that. Cause sometimes I think God can hide our own growth from our eyes to prevent pride, which I think is a good thing. But I, in, I've got positivity, so sometimes a little over the top on some of this, but I'm like, I want you to see who you are, where you're headed, and that God can use you in significant ways that you might be missing. So I think it just, it almost just helped amplify the things that I've seen and felt in new ways that brought confidence to me in in my leadership journey and in my just day-to-day job, whether it's with staff or with students. Mm -hmm. That's, that's so great. I, I love just how you put words to that and getting practical insight of what those strengths are. Well, Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear even more about harmony. We both have harmony is number one. And I mean, I hate to admit it, but sometimes I don't embrace my harmony. I mean, (laughs) I know I feel it every day as I live life, but, but I think as a team leader, I know your your team is a little different because you have people in different lanes, so you're not mm-hmm. actually doing as much things all together. But what what insights did you get from about your harmony or or encouragement to keep pressing on with that as your strength? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes in the past I haven't known what to do with my harmony. Obviously, working with people, not everything is harmonious, and it's not always perfect, and so. A couple of the things that I think this did for me as I've thought about harmony is embracing on one side the tension that um, you you don't want fake peace and fake harmony. Like you want real and authentic harmony. And so it's worth pressing into some hard because I'm going for long-term harmony, not short-term harmony. And so that was just helpful in putting words. And I think that was an aha moment for me, even sitting with you as I was thinking about like what could be uh, what it, it could 
if I push too hard on harmony, it could hold me back. If I don't realize that I'm going for the big picture of harmony, not just the short term, because sometimes I've settled for short term and I think it's bit me in the butt and I've been a little bit disappointed and even haven't known why. But then looking back, you know, hindsight's 2020, you're like, oh, you know, I was, I just wanted it here and now because I was so tired of facing problems, but problems are a part of life. Problem solving is a good thing. And harmony is also not a bad thing. I think that was my other aha. Sometimes I've wondered, is harmony uh, not a good thing here? Like, have I pushed too much on it? But it is a good thing. And I do want to bring that about because I think like we do want peace on our teams. We want peace in our movements. And so I am really working hard to find common ground to help people work together um, in a way that they can have hope and uh, they can believe in themselves. And um, so sometimes I am doing mediation, but I'm what I'm going for is really, I think it's their good and God's glory, which is what God wants for us in so many areas. So I think those are some of those moments for me where I'm thinking about harmony. Mm, that's great. Yeah, I know. I I am so encouraged to hear that because I I think probably for anybody with any strengths, there's we have these doubtful thoughts about them, like because we're so used to having a particular strength, we mm-hmm. minimize it. But also when we, I'm sure as a leader, when you see other people leading with different strengths, and I think. It's with anything, it's just easy not to look around and see the other yeah. people. But I know that having harmony, I mean, there's things I want to pound the table about, but I I venture that you have more opportunities to really use and develop your harmony because you are in this position of leadership and you can't get around. I mean, it's just part of leading people. You're mm-hmm. leading sheep and sheep are messy. <laughs> and yeah. But so I'm encouraged to see it being productive for you that you're, you know, embracing that in hopefully a deeper way. So Mm. that's great. Well, I know when we have this team dynamics workshop, one of the things the second day when we meet, usually we meet for three hours ish the first day and talk about everybody's strengths and them getting insight about what that looks like. But then the second day of like, okay, here we are as a team, what does that look like? And Mm -hmm. we have charts with all 34 and who has these ones, who doesn't have them. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we do is pull it together as even having a pyramid of what are the top five strengths with your team. Mm -hmm. And um, as we talked about the, the team top five strengths for your team are empathy, responsibility, developer, harmony, and context. And Mm -hmm. that was really fun to see that together and then have y'all kind of unpack that. But what could you read? Do you have handy the collaborative advantage statement that we Mm -hmm. talked about of kind of a little more description of what that means for your team? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That collaborative advantage said the LSU crew team is a compassionate, perceptive, dependable team that has a strong heritage and builds common ground to create an atmosphere of growth. They passionately pursue the development of their people. So every student and faculty would know someone who follows Jesus. Mm. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. what kind of, as y'all talked about that, what, what encouraged you about that or what, what makes you want to move forward in anything in particular with that as your group statement about your team? Yeah, I think 
common language is extremely, extremely helpful. Like empathy is one of these strengths for me. And so I want people to understand each other. And so um, as we, somebody even suggested that, so you make these little name plates for us with our strengths on there. So we can all kind of see who we are around the room. And we all have that in front of us as we're talking through this stuff. Someone suggested even let's put these in front of us at staff meeting to kind of be even refresher of who we are, what we bring to the table. And um, so I think when I think about this as our collaborative advantage, um, I just think like one of the things that was really fascinating to me was how many of the 34 strengths we're a small team, but how many we represented on there. And so we have this um, ability to be really balanced yet really versatile. There's a lot that we can do. Um, It says in here that we have a strong heritage Um, There is a lot of years of experience in this room. And so when we would sit there together, we would know that um, we know it's been true um, in ministry at this campus for a long time. And yet there is a clear atmosphere of growth that people don't just say like, well, we've done that. We're not going to try that, but we're willing to try new things to depend on each other. And I think one of the things that was fun for me about bringing you in is that even though people have done this before, uh, people were not like, oh, well, we've done that before. I already know everything. But people were hungry to learn more about themselves and about others. It's just fascinating. Like you can meet your strength in one way, uh, but you grow. And so even though the strength stays the same, it amplifies in our new stage of life. And um, it's a it feels like a really healthy place to grow, to balance. And in the end, one of the things that was so encouraging is people walked away saying, I, I want to think more creatively about how we can work together. There's so many great people in here. I want to depend on you. I want to contribute to help you. And so it was a really encouraging thing because the thing that unites us all, we want to see every student and faculty have this chance to know someone who follows Jesus, to have a chance and say yes to him. And so, yeah, there's a lot of really fun things about this collaborative advantage. Yeah, I know it's, it is it's just so fun, isn't it? Just to see and even, like I say, putting descriptive words to to those strengths and seeing like, yeah, this is what you are as a group. And, yeah. you know, three of those top strengths are in the connecting relational quadrant. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, y'all are great at meeting people, all different kinds of people. And yeah, it's very exciting. I think, yeah, it's very fun to to hear about that. Well, I know one of the things that we talk about too is just as a person understands more of their strengths of like, yeah, what does it look like to to do more of these kind of things and to really be utilizing all these strengths? And not like every moment of our life we're going to be using all of them, but right. it is, we take ourselves with us wherever we go. And it's like, I would love to hear, is there any time that you look back on and you think, wow, I was really on all cylinders with these top five strengths. And I think, I think when we see those kind of moments, hopefully it encourages us. It's like, yeah, that's the kind of thing I need to do more of. And I made, that was easy and fun. And I was made for something like that. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that, that you look back on and, and sense that you were really in your jet stream as you were operating out of your strengths? Um, That's a great question. I think the thing that comes to mind for me, a couple years ago, I got the opportunity to start 
leading the program side of our winter conference for the Dallas area, uh, for this area of the country, really. And I was intimidated by it. I had done bits and pieces of this job before, but not, uh, I haven't done the job holistically. And so um, I was excited about the challenge, but kind of nervous about it. But over the last couple of years, as I have stepped more into it, understanding myself more and understanding the role more, I have really felt like, I think you put it well, like I'm firing on all cylinders here. Now, it is a slow buildup all year. You're working on it to a week of conference. Um, but especially um, during that week, I, I feel so much. Um, I think, like I've said, I'm passionate about people and I get to um, serve people in so many different ways. Uh, you can listen. You can problem solve. I can empathize. I get to develop. I get to see things in people bring them together in a harmonious way around a greater cause, lifting their eyes, vision casting. There's just so many opportunities that I have to, I think, tap into things that I feel gifted at. And it does in a lot of ways, it is a, a big job and a hard job, but there's some, there's many moments that feel really effortless. And that feels like a sign of like, man, this is me walking in some really significant, important things. And so I think that's one of the things that really comes to mind when I'm operating in on all five cylinders, all five strengths mm -hmm. really feel like they're going in some positive mm -hmm. direction for me. Wow. That's, that's so exciting. I, you know, like I said, just having known you since you were a little kid, Brad, it's just so, <laughs> it's just so neat. And I'm just so proud of just the man that you've become. And even as I think about the winter conference of how significant that is, I know, that's where my husband Warren and I first met when I was a college student, but I really got a vision of really imparting my life even more deeply into others through the different speakers and having gone to Christmas conference, winter conference for years and years, I know the value of it. And I just think what a amazing opportunity, but just to see you shine in leading that and I hear from others that this was one of the best ones ever with lots and lots of students there this year, right? How many students were there? Yeah, yeah, like 800 and something students. It was a really, really awesome time. Yeah, it's, I think it's it's just an amazing opportunity, but even more so to see you enjoy and be able to step into who you are and leading people. Like I, I can imagine all those balls you've been juggling and people and curveballs and trouble here, trouble there, but mm -hmm. changed lives everywhere. And so I don't know, that's very exciting to think about. And, you know, every, every day of the year, is not going to be that kind of moment, but totally. even as you, are leading your team this semester and what you do this summer will be more of those opportunities to really, to really shine and um, develop those strengths even more. So yeah. it's exciting. Was well, there any other thoughts you have of any just takeaways or any thing you think would be helpful for someone who's listening to, to think about even as they, maybe they don't even know what their strengths are or yeah. they have a hard working environment or, who knows what situation people might be in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have appreciated having you uh, in the room and being willing to 
Um, I know you would have done it over Zoom, but there's something powerful about being in person for me. So just being with us, facilitating the the thing that was so fun for me was just the magic of um, you facilitated just such great conversation. There was so many uh, it wasn't critiques; it was observations and encouragements. And there's something about when you learn more about who you are and even in the context of your work environment, others appreciating this, um, it, it was a it was a powerful two days that I was really grateful for. So, I don't know. I would just say continually, we're our own worst critic. We're the voice inside of our head that talks to ourselves the most. I think Paul David Tripp says that, and he's right. And so, I think strengths is a great reminder of the good things that God made in us for His glory, mm-hmm. and uncovering those things is such a benefit and it is worth thinking about trying to seek and look for. I think it's a win for everybody. So um, I'm really grateful because it, it was a win for our team and a win for me personally. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm grateful. Thanks. Well, thank you so much, Brett. It was, it was a highlight for me uh, again of being with you all. And I think just because the joy I find in helping people see their greatness and their uniqueness. And, you know, you had some new people, you had older people, you had this spectrum of within your group of six of big variety, but it seems like such a sweet environment with unique people and amazing gifts and talents that each person brings. So thank you for Mm -hmm. your leadership and making it happen. And I'm just encouraged to continue to watch you as you are being all that God wants you to be. So thank you so much for taking time to be here on Embrace Your Strengths. Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.